This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted pilates to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So go sign up today and receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And we're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And we're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. Odds Crowd. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best football better in the U.S.? Odds Crowd challenges you to prove it. With their free-to-play fantasy betting contest, Odds Crowd gives away hundreds of dollars in weekly contests, including a $100 SGPN exclusive free roll contest. And last but not least, don't forget to go download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, welcome back, DGENs, to the betting and DFS show. It's been a while for a DFS show, Steve. It's your boy, Boston Capper, and the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. We were talking about this off air. Steve, when, you, when was the last time we did a full DFS show? I literally had to pull the show notes from the Wyndham <laughs> for just one for you and me, by the way. We've had guests. I mean, listen, we're getting a little bigger. We get guests on the show, <laughs> sure. we got different segments we got to do, but no, just you and me. Yeah. It's been, it's been a minute. About, been about two months. It's, it's been, been about the same amount of time as some of these players have last played. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be a little rusty, you know, ugh. shake off some coarse rust in the first round. But, that's right. That's right. yeah, you know, for, well, you know, before we really start the show, I first want to once again thank Boston Capper for yet another sacrifice of doing a podcast on yet another crisis night for Boston sports <laughs> yeah. uh, while the Red Sox are going on. So, yeah. yep, he's going to have a one eye on the stats and the <laughs> other eye on the Red Sox, just like you're doing right now. Absolutely. So, yeah. so listen, there might be an outburst. I'll do my best to uh, to hit mute if I uh, have to lose my mind. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's either gonna be really funny or really sad tomorrow when everybody's <laughs> listening, knowing like you know that you don't that, that they're gonna find out your reactions real time, knowing what you know what actually know what the outcome is exactly. Exactly. So let's turn your gaze away from uh, the Red Sox right now and towards a bang strategy. So. Um, so uh, last night I appeared on the uh, Inside Golf podcast, Andy Lack. You know. Once again, thank you to Andy, Andy for having me on. We, uh, know, dude, started, yeah, we started off the show uh, just how basically I thought it would go, talking about putting theories for about 30 minutes, you know? <laughs> Sounds, yes. Yeah, two analytical guys just going nerding out about golf, you know? That's exactly what he thought would happen. So, but uh, yeah, we broke down the field. So if you want to get like my initial thoughts, I hadn't, it was kind of like half-baked ideas I had last night. I'm, I'm definitely a little more prepared now. I have more better stands tonight on some stuff. Uh, so we'll talk about that, but. Um, so Boston Cabra, I mean, like, you know, I kind of gave my little spiel on Sunday as far as what I'm looking for yeah. been digesting some stuff for two days. Where's your head as far as like what you're thinking about, like, you know, what types of guys you're going to be picking this week? I don't really have like a particular type of guy I'm looking for. Uh, this is a course where I feel like everybody can win at. Um, it's not like a, it's not, it's not a bomber's course. I, I mean, I don't know. It's just is going to sound fucking stupid, but I just I want I want the good golfers. Like like you know what I mean? Like I want the good golfers. I want some younger cats who are 
who are poised for their first win. I'm fine with guys with good course history here. I want guys who are not necessarily accurate off the tee, but accurate on their approaches. Uh, like you said, the greens are fucking huge here. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I, the, my player pool right now, and like we've talked about, it's been a while since we've done a complete DFS show, is uh, is pr- it's pretty eclectic. Like, I'm looking at this, I'm like, I have no rhyme or reason on why all these guys need to fit together. So, But I feel like that's a winning strategy at this course. I really do. Like, I mean, if you look at the guys who've been in contention in the last couple of years, like, this, this, there's not a lot of similarities between Matty Wolf and fucking Matty Laird and, and, and the guys prior to that. No, d- definitely not. And, uh, you know, Andy and I kind of talked about this a little bit last night when we get to a turn route that it's pretty low scoring. Like, like, why is it that this is a little more wide open? And like, I was a little caught off guard, like trying to formulate like the answer. But, you know, as I sometimes do, I tend to think about golf all the time. So, you <laughs> no know, the way. more I thought about it, I think the reason why is like fields like this where guys can be aggressive, scoring is low and, you know, why that brings in lesser talent into the conversation is because, I mean, you think about these hangarounds of the PGA tour and what do they need to do? Well, I mean, typically they're not very good with their ball striking, you know, compared to other guys, there's a huge talent gap there. So they need in order to like make cuts in order to keep their card, you know, make money. And the best way to do that is scrambling your ass off, hitting all fairways, putting pretty well too. So, you know, when you get to a tournament like this, where it basically turns into a putting contest, that's basically in their arena. So it's no surprise that, you know, yeah, we've had some pretty nice favorites win recently and can't land to and Kevin Na, but you got your Martin Laird's, you got your Rod Pamplings, you got your Smiley Kaufman's, you know, real quick time out. Pete, I think it's PGA tout. Who I know you're not on Twitter, uh, but like respected dude, um, he is pretty fucking confident that Pampling is going to win the senior tour. That makes event sense. this week, and it's pretty sweet odds. So anyway, okay. that's all. Sorry, Thanks. squirrel. It's it's, it's going to be very fucking squirrel brain for me tonight. So just so hold, hold on a second. Just buckle like, up. Are are you going to bet uh, Rob Pampling then? Yeah, probably. All right, so you were pushing back on me. We're talking before for a show. You just you just football bet John Rom for the Spanish Open. You're like, yeah, when's the last time he won? How many times has he won this thing? Does he really care? It's like, well, he's two time defending champion, Dick. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so I mean, as far as some other things I'm looking at, you know, um, obviously you have a lot of course history here. Some other golf course comps, you know, we can use like the ones that are the putting contest where guys are hitting a whole lot of gr- a lot of greens, like they're hitting from short grass a lot. You know, some other golf courses where there's similar approach shot differences. You know, some of the ones I, I'm you know I've been looking at are like you know Detroit Golf Club, Sea Island, you know TPC Deer Run. Those are always your birdie fest. Those are always ones that are you know, have pretty soft greens. Guys are pepper and fairways a whole lot. They have pretty short irons into a lot of those greens. You know, TBC River Highlands, that's also a Bobby Wee design. That's also one that kind of has some similar features as far as like where they're hitting shots into greens. You know, so it's, you know, and that's, you know, kind of separate guys who tend to just kind of pop at more demanding golf courses and guys who tend to eat up these easy ones. And that kind of helped me narrow down some decisions this week. Yeah, I, I mean, it's funny, man. Like, the birdie fest, you would always think that, like, the Louis and the Patrick Reeds and those guys would just come out and destroy these less talented players. But it's almost never the case. No, it isn't. You know what I mean? Like, it's just insane. Like, it, like I don't know. It's just, it's it's a, it's a weird phenomenon. And Kevin now withdrew. Why did he withdraw? Do you know why? I had a rib injury. So, like, maybe, maybe he was still butthurt about the fact that he didn't make the Ryder Cup. 
<laughs> and there's only room for one jilted uh, Ryder Cup ex Ryder Cup who didn't make the team in this field. So maybe just oh, uh, that's true. They, yep. rock, they they rock paper scissors it. They probably, <laughs> they probably did. Yep. So. This has been buzz. So just talking about the Twitter shit. This has been buzz about Reed this week, and I'm like, listen, I get the narrative street of it, but this guy was literally in the hospital with like double pneumonia over COVID, and I haven't seen him swing a golf club, and I'm gonna go fucking play him with my DFS or bet him outright. Thank you, no. Thank you, no. Well, that's a spoiler for what you're going to take, and um, uh, maybe I might have a different take. We'll talk okay. about it towards the end of the show. Yeah. So why don't we talk about the weather report first, um, okay. and then maybe we'll take a little break for an ad yeah. read. So, I mean, typically, the only thing that really can give TBC Summerlin some teeth is the weather. Like, I'm, I think that 2017 tournament that Patrick Cantlay won, it was cold, it was windy, you know, and guys struggled to get out of, uh, I think the winning score was minus nine. Yeah, it, was like, but, it was like the lowest score in forever. Yeah, but otherwise, this is like minus 20, minus 21, minus 22. And, you know, look at the weather report. It looks like there might be a little bit of wind on on Friday. Other than that, though, it's going to be just absolutely perfect conditions. You know, high 70s, mid 80s, you know, 6 to 10 mile per hour winds on Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So, you know what? It might make things a little dicey for the cut sweat on Friday. But I think these guys are going to still light this place up anyways. I think this can be just like every other year. And for me, at least when thinking about for outrights, maybe some DFS targets, I'm definitely thinking ceiling. I'm thinking about explosive rounds. I'm thinking about guys who can actually get to that clip. And, you know, that's also kind of separated the field as far as guys who I don't really think can. They're more consistent in grinders instead of just, you know, high volatile players. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's 100 percent accurate. I mean, that, that those are definitely the type of guys you want to. The highlight at Birdie Fest. Like, yeah, exactly. All right, well, let me take a little break, and then uh, we'll talk about some ownership. All right, well, listen, are you ready to win some money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, golf, WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Go Sign up today and receive a special offer, a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download Bet Win. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. It still irritates me every time I read ads like these and like just the, the promos that these guys get who live in smart states who legalize gambling. It mm-hmm. makes me insane. Yeah. No, I mean, I was looking at some, uh, we were talking about the Andy Lack uh, last night about how there doesn't really seem to be a big consensus about where the odds are. And most of the odds that have really appealing prices are books I don't have access to because yeah. up. So I can only look from afar. And well, at least uh, you have it on the horizon. I got DeSantis down here. Worried I, about thought, I thought it was yeah. coming in like October uh, for you. Yeah, there's some weird fucking. There's some weird stuff with the tribes down here. Who knows? Who fucking knows? It's, it's Florida, bro. Who knows? It could come tomorrow. There could be some shady back. Bow and go to the Bahamas or something. All right. You can I mean, it's it's close. It's not that close. And I don't have a boat. I don't know. Go steal one or something. Not Plenty nice. of water there. Just hide. You know, just you know, hot wire it. You probably got that in your past, right? All right. All right. Why don't we talk about ownership? 
So <laughs> nice smooth transition there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so over ten thousand dollars. You got six guys. You got Kepka, Sam Burns, Hovland, Answer, Webb Simpson, as well as Alex Horace. It seems like all the ownership right now is pretty popular. Concentrated towards Abe Answer and Webb Simpson. You know, Burns, Hovland, Alex Horace are kind of all hanging around the low teens. Brooks is getting ignored. You know, he's eleven one. I think it's probably just because. You know, all those guys are pretty good options. So because it's most expensive, guys are going to fade him. So, you know, we'll break that down in just a little bit. $9,000 range, as we mentioned, Kevin Nod with Drew. So you got Louis Uswees in $9,900 going all the way down to Sibu Kim in $9,000. Not a whole lot of ownership here. Um, you know, I just it, they're all hanging around low teens, high single digits. I think probably the most popular guy seems to be maybe Hideki or Sungjae M, but you know, at least from the ownerships of fantasy national, doesn't seem like they're getting a whole lot of love. Maybe there's some opportunities down here because there's, there's some really good players in that range. Uh, $8,000 range again, kind of just, it's pretty spread out. And, you know, I think there's a lot of really talented players in this field. There's a lot of good options. You're kind of seeing in the ownership here, I guess the, most highly owned players seem to be maybe Corey Connors. He played okay last week and he always pops into the fantasy national ball striking numbers. So obviously he's a, cause he's a great ball breaker. Yeah. Cause everybody, so everybody's going to gravitate towards him and Cameron Tringali is getting a lot of love. That seems to be questionable getting some of the players around him. Agreed. You know, I mean, $8,500. Right. For I mean, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get to him. I mean, there's some steam around Matthew Wolf this week. There's steam around Joaquin Neiman this week. You know, we'll see. But it seems like as soon as you go down to seven thousand dollars, it is Mania. And it is, man. Yeah. It just I mean, so he's nineteen percent. I think he's probably gonna be the highest owned. I mean, listen, like you look at all the ball striking numbers and all his twenty-eight rounds, the rich long history of Mito Pereira on the PC tour. What we know about him is he's an awesome ball striker. The putting is pretty dodgy. It seems like you know, people after the window when you got burned, just uh-huh. forgave pretty quick. He played well at the Fortnet. Didn't play all that great last week, but you know, he still showed pretty good ball striking numbers. Yeah. You know, maybe you're expecting him to bounce back. But you know, for DFS purposes, you're gonna be with a lot of people. As far as some other guys are pretty popular, I think Matt McNeely is drawing some ownership just because he fit, played well at uh, Napa and he's a Las Vegas kid. That's near the street. Oh, is, is he is he from Las Vegas? I yeah, I think he lives out in Vegas. Okay. So um you got Lucas Glover at ten and a half percent just because ball striking numbers of fantasy national. Hamburg Norlander played well last week. Maybe you wanna people are trying to carry momentum this week. He's only seven thousand dollars. But other than that though, you know, it's a lot of like mid single digits, high single digits. There's a lot of good options in the seven thousand dollar range. You know, we can pick two. And then under seven. Uh, you got Adam Hadwin, you know, he seems to do always do pretty well in desert golf. He's had some pretty good course history here. Uh, Adam Shank, he was pretty popular last week, burned a lot of people. Seems like people are maybe going back to him again. We'll see. Sam Ryder is also getting some ownership. That is all course history driven. Mm-hmm. Um, Hank Lebiota. I think yep. people are overlooking the fact that he's been bad ever since, uh, his off the course issues, but uh, you know, Andy Lack mentioned this last night that even if like despite that, he still pops in all the models. So that's probably, you know, at six three hundred dollars, that's a good cheap person to go to. Same thing with Mark Levy or with Mark Hubbard, my boy, you know, the guy I made <laughs> irrational stands for in the past. He's drawn seven percent ownership, but he's sixty one hundred dollars. I know. I mean, he's been playing well though. I think he finished top twenty at the Fortnite. You yeah. know, 
he just he bombed out of the corn ferry uh, qualifying. But other than that, he's been playing pretty good for the last few months. So yeah. that's some place to go to. So, all right, why don't we take another quick break and then uh, we'll start breaking down the ranges. All right. Sounds good. Well, listen, we are brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go check out the new PropSwap.com, which is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best laws available, browse the activity feed to stay in the know, and a loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and much more. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match it up to 500 bucks. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve when you're making your bets don't forget to always go for two make two tickets on the same team or player so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game thousands of buyers across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com and download the PropSwap app today. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. Let's break down the 10,000 hour range. Uh, since I just talked for a lot there why don't you actually go first? So... Why don't you break it down? Who you're targeting? Who maybe you're shying away from? You know, let it rip. So honestly, I think I'm like, based on my early bills, I think I'm just. Uh, if anybody, I'm like I hate because Hovland's projected as chalk too. We didn't talk about him, but um, at least on Fantasy National, right? He's 20, so I mean that's huge. But I don't want Brooks. Burns off a win, no. Answer is fine, but answer is super chalky, man. I don't like Webb Simpson. I'm like I, I, I've been so off of Webb. He's hit or miss. Like his irons all of a sudden got good, and then just went to shit again. And man, I don't know about Will Z. I don't know if he played too much last year or what. Like uh, he, what he shot. He shot 12 under on a Friday, and I immediately tagged him for Saturday matchups because there's no way he's putting again like that. And he ended up 12 under. Like, this is a guy who his approach is so gorgeous. He's long off the tee. I just don't know what happens sometimes. And I don't know. I just – I don't I don't have a good feeling about Will Z at 10-1, which means he's going to go out and win this fucking tournament. Fine. Like, it is what it is. Like, the only person I'm playing with up here is is probably Vic. Only because he's a he's a volatile player whose ceiling is higher than anybody else's up here, uh, other than Brooks, right? Um, like that's a guy who's going to get out. He's going to be able to get you your Eagles. He's going to be able to get birdies. Um, and his ownership, though, and some of the players available in the nine and eight K range, man. I don't know. Vic Vic is the only one I'm tagging in here. I, I, I'm staying away from Webb, and I'm staying away from Will's. I, I mean, I'm staying away from all of them, but Webb and Will's are the ones who I'd really stay away from. Okay. I mean, I can make a case for everybody here. I don't really have a bad thing to say about anybody. Um, you know, I mean, we'll save the conversation for answering Webb Simpson later, but I think for DFS, you're right. Just with, in my opinion, you know, six really good options. And because the player pool is pretty deep, like, you know, I can afford to go to 11-1 for Brooks and go to like low nines and eights and, you know, make it up there and feel just as good as, you know, going to like a Wills Al Torres and getting him and like a couple guys in the nines or something like that. So, I mean, I, I think for me, it's just going to get out of ownership. And it seems like where people are not on him is probably Brooks. Um, I think he's going to play well this week. I think he's has a pretty high floor. I think he's here to contend and win. I don't think he's actually going to win, but I see like a minus 18 minus 19 score in his future. And he's been really good here too. He has some good performances. So I like him. 
I don't buy the fact that we should fade Sam Burns off a win. He might be the best player in this field. He is awesome and super talented. He is. And he lost an, strokes putting he has, one. I know. He's a great putter. Awesome iron player. Awesome off the tee. He's not all that erratic off the tee, too. Like, yeah, I mean, I think one knock on him is his courses. He hasn't been good. But, like, he's definitely taken a step forward in his game. And if everybody's just going to ignore him, you know, just because, oh, like, oh, he, you know, he won. He can't do well again. Well, I mean, he can still finish top five and do great. That yeah. still helps you. So I don't mind him. And I actually disagree with you. I still really like Will Zalatoris. I mean, I think the fact for, for me is the fact that the ball striking is awesome still. And he has shown glimpses of really high upside putting. And ever since he, you know, fixed that broken putter. Yeah, that was that was not a big distraction at all. Where was I? Oh, yeah. The fact after he broke his, you know, putter and fixed that. And I've seen significant improvements since then. Like, yeah, I think he can actually get to high teens and actually do very well here. And he did it last year. He played very well in this event, too. He top 10. So, you know, it's probably Kepka, Burns and Zalatoris for me as far as DFS. I can make builds with all those guys. And then as far as Hovland, Answer and Simpson, I'm probably going more for the betting angle, which maybe we can talk about later. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I, I don't know. It's just a, I don't know, it's just a feeling I have on Will Z. I don't know. Okay. All right. I mean, you know, he, he's a he's a skinny guy, and he looks kind of weird. He looks like Owen Wilson. I think I think that's what happy, you got happy, against. Happy. No, I like Owen Wilson. That dude's funny as fuck. Uh, he looks like uh, Happy Gilmore's caddy. All right, there you go. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the nine thousand dollars range. So we got Louis Uswiesen ninety nine hundred dollars. You got Sky Shepherd ninety seven hundred dollars. Sadeki Matsuyama ninety five hundred dollars. Harris English Goober himself at ninety three hundred dollars. <laughs> Sungjae Im at ninety two hundred dollars, and Siwoo Kim at nine thousand so. dollars. Did you see Harris English on uh, Game Day on Saturday? I saw an article. I didn't. I didn't actually click. Bro, even his high fives have zero energy. It, well, he's a professional golfer. All those guys can't high five. That's, no, 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 no. I need you to Google it. I mean, no energy. Like, hello. Right. hello. After the, I'm not going to derail the show if I go Google this. I'll, after the show, I'll go, I'll go watch it. So, I mean, I, I guess for me, um, you know, I know Hideki Matsuyama is technically the most popular in this range. I, I just really like him this week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the ball striking is awesome. Technically, Bentgrass is his best putting surface. He makes a lot of birdies. He's been good here. He's good on a lot of the R comp courses that I looked at, too. I'm good with him. <sighs> I like your boy Siwoo this week, too. I, he's he's playing Let's well. Go. He's playing well. And what I know about yeah. Siwoo is when he's hot, you ride him. Yep. And I don't know if I'm going to I don't think he's going to make it my betting card. I didn't find really a matchup I liked for him or like, you know, his top 10, 10 odds weren't great. But like for DFS, though, nine thousand bucks. Yeah, I'll throw him in a lineup. And then oh. I'm a sucker for Sung JM, too. Oh, my God, dude. How I many know. Fucking, dude, he hasn't even playing good. No, he played really good in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Stop. He did. He did, and we had exact conversations actually at the BMW, and I was like, you know who's playing well? St. Jim. And you're like, yeah, he's been playing good. And he finished top 10 in that event. So, listen, he didn't play all that great last week. Last week, what happened was his iron play wasn't great. I think, based on what I saw in the second half of the summer, I think that can bounce back. He puts pretty well on, on Bentgrass, too. You know, everybody thinks he's just a Bermuda specialist. Puts pretty well on Bentgrass as well. Makes a lot of birdies. He's been really good here in two events. I see no problem using him. And then the guys I'm not on, I mean, Louis Uswiesen, I just don't see the him. Like, he played well last year in this event, but he had a fine around 64 to the ball of the leaderboard. He right. was a complete non-factor. Right. So 
I mean, I know he's technically rested now and like, you know, after looking kind of drained you know, for the playoffs, I just don't think an event like this where there's going to be a lot of birdies and I don't think he can keep up. So I'm off him. And then I think there's a lot of steam on Scotty Scheffler this week as far as trying to get the, yeah, I was trying to get the first one. I mean, I saw the odds move pretty significantly at one of the books I had access to. I think he started at 25 and he immediately went down to 20. So somebody was betting that. And for me, like, I feel like, and I mentioned this on the, on the Andy Lack show last night, this is deja vu for me where like Scotty Scheffler, we just all saw him play really well in a big spot. Yeah, all the eyes were on him. Balls on like, the table. Smoke yep. John Rom, son. Exactly. And then what, happened the next, and then what happened the next week? Miss cut or like T40 or <laughs> yeah. something like that. And I, I, maybe I'm just has PTSD after. I think I went in pretty heavy on him at the Colonial after he played well at the PGA. And that really blew up my face. I think another thing, if you want to knock him too, does not put well on bank grass for whatever reason, like his bank grass sets are really ugly. So even though, you know, he makes a lot of birdies, you'd think that would be a good guy for this fit. Like all the strokes and numbers are good. I think he's going to blow up in a lot of people's faces. So I like Hideki, Sung James, Siwoo Kim in this range. I'm off Louie and Scheffler. So what do you think? Who are you on this week? All right. Well, I'm with you with, with Decky. And Siwoo, I am definitely not on fucking him. Like, I just, I, whatever. Same thing with you, PTSD, with Scheffler. I mean, Im, we've been waiting for him to win for a year and a half again. He plays every fucking event, and he hasn't won since, what, like, I don't even remember. Like, it actually is. The Honda. It was a year and a half, right? But It was. Maybe two years. It was before the world shut down with a deadly virus. Exactly. So, whatever. Like, uh, I'm done with Sunday. Like, I just am. Like, for DraftKings, maybe. I don't know. Just, just done forever. Yeah, you know me. Done forever until two weeks, and the number looks fine, and then I'll bet it. The, uh, the um, I'm with you on Seawood, dude. Look, he's playing really well, plays well at TPC courses. Obviously, I like him. He's a fucking fantastic iron player. Um, Decky is just Decky at 9,500. You're telling me, you're telling me that Will Zalatoris is $600 more expensive than the Decky Matsuyama. I Fuck like bo- I like both. You no, can play. No, both. I'm ye- no, I'm yelling at I'm yelling at DraftKings. Like this yeah, is ridiculous. Like this pricing okay. is like 9,500. And you're going to you're going to give me like Louie, like not a course fit in 9900. I don't care if he played well here the other time. And like Sam, Sam Burns, like I love Sam Burns, a big Burns guy, but fourteen hundred dollars more. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Like, come on. And listen, maybe I'm a sucker. It'll blow up in my face. I want to see Scheffler put his fucking balls on the table. Unlike what Garrett Cole just did getting pulled in the third inning. You fucking bum. Go home. Anyway. The um, <laughs> the uh, Scotty Scheffler put his fucking balls up on the table, and he fucking took down John Rahm. Like, and he still he still hasn't won. We think he's won. We say it all the time. This is a course that he can go out and hit some birdies. The confidence level has to be through the fucking roof. I don't give a fuck if it's a narrative street. He's ninety seven hundred. He's on my betting card. All in Scotty Scheffler week. Let's fucking go. All right, we'll have a conversation after the show about who else is on Scotty Shepler. So. Oh, fuck. Is it him? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> we'll talk after the show. <laughs> We're not going to name names after the show. All right. Uh, 50 I'm, pitches I mean, for Garrett Cole, by the way. Out the fucking door. Bye-bye. I mean, considering we kind of trash Harris English, do we have any thoughts on him? Or Oh, no? I like, listen, I like Harris English. He's just a goober. You know what I mean? I, like. I, I'm worried we're overlooking him because he definitely can go to, like, minus 20, minus 21. He yeah. is absolutely one of those guys who has that ceiling in him. The question didn't, is if he's just going to bring it. Didn't he lose? To, he's the one who lost to who was he the one who lost to DJ at TPC Boston? Where like DJ went nuclear yeah. and he shot like minus 20 and still lost. 
Right. Yeah. But I mean, like, I think he put up a pretty good score at Kapalua. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, one of the cops is placed as far as like frequency of like, like where guys at their pro shots from is TBC Southwind. And I mean, he should have won that tournament too. So yeah, I mean, he's definitely somebody who can go nuclear with the putter for four days for whatever reason. I'm just lukewarm on him, but I'm worried I'm overlooking it. So maybe that's actually the pivot is Harris English. Cause it doesn't seem like anybody's on him. Yeah. What's his ownership at? Uh, it's not, I think it's, it's the lowest of all yeah, of them. It is the lowest. Yeah. Other than, so other maybe other than Kevin now who's withdrawn. Yeah. Maybe that's, the, <laughs> yes. <laughs> if, if you still have Kevin now, you're like, please remove him. Exactly. All right. Why don't we uh, take a quick break and then we'll talk about the uh, 8,000 hour range. All right. Well, listen, uh, if uh, you're a Yankees fan and you're pulling your hair out because your team sucks, maybe you need Keeps. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave your home. Low-cost treatments start at just $10 a month, and Keeps offers generic versions as well. Discreet packaging and proven results. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention is the key, though, and treatments can take up to four to six months to see results, so you got to act fast. And if you're ready to to take action to prevent your hair loss, go to keeps.com slash SGP to receive your first month treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash SGP to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash SGP. I think we need to make it a rule that we have to do podcasts during Boston sporting events to get your uh, side commentary. You are wound up tonight, sir. Yeah, man. It's yeah. fucking Yankees Red Sox for a one game playoff. Well, I can tell how seriously I think you, t- you take this Red Sox Yankees. I mean, you're serious about it, but like on Sunday, you were like catatonic almost about Brady Fox. <laughs> like that was like that was a traumatic event in your life that was going yeah. on in front of you. This is like, yeah, I mean, listen, Boston's won four World Series. Yeah, if they lose this game, whatever, but this is just you're having fun right now. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. All right. Well, why don't you continue the fun and break down the $8,000 range? All right. So the 8K range is now the super interesting range, right? It's a ton of chalky options in here. So it goes, uh, no, I can read them all. All right. Fine. It's uh, Casey, Connors, Kokrak, Reed, Tringali, Adam Scott, Joaquin Neiman, the Wolfman, Charlie Hoffman, and EVR. Um, so I don't give a fuck if Connors is chalky. Like, to me, this is this this is the type of event he could definitely win. Great iron player, eat some. He could get hot with his fucking butter. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I like. I Wait, like Connors. what? Yeah, he can. He can get he can, hot with his butter. He can get neutral, neutral, which is hot for him. Neutral, neutral, which is hot for him. Okay. All right. So neutral equals like seventeen under ceiling. Oh no, not with him. No way, dude. No, not not if he's put it in the fairway and he has these big greens to work with and he can stuff it within like five feet. That means he'll only miss like I don't know thirty three percent of those. It's pretty optimistic for Corey Connors. Whatever, Dick. All right, I like Corey Connors. Okay, all right, okay. I'm, I'm I'm just I'm I just had to stop and ask you to clarify. I didn't, I didn't, that Corey I Connors can run really hot with a putter. He can't listen in, in DK. What do we want? We want birdies. He's a birdie maker. He's gonna fucking he's gonna miss his bunny pots. He's gonna make bogeys. You know what I mean? But he's also a guy who can fucking get eagles, and he's also a guy who can get fucking birdies. Right? And that's what we want. We want scoring. Same thing with Kokrak. Kokrak. What do I do? This is the big. This is the big decision I have this week. So I, I like Kokrak, but I know it's. It, listen, I'm rusty. I'm going back to my my old blankies. You know what I mean? Like w- what makes me feel good when I have him in my lineup. So I'm gonna let you talk me about him. Uh, I'm completely off of Patrick Reed. I haven't seen that dude since he apparently almost died in the fucking hospital. Didn't make the Ryder Cup team. I don't give a shit how mad he is. No. And this is this is his format. He's not winning a 21 under tournament. He's not. 
mean, he, I, th- I think he has won a twenty-one under tournament before. But you know what I'm talking about. He's not. He's not doing it now. I, I thought. That, I thought we said that narrative was dead. It is, but I don't think he's going to win a twenty-one under tournament either. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Continue. Uh, so. I need somebody to explain to me why EVR is eight thousand dollars. I don't really know. I think it's <laughs> I think it's because the last time we saw him, he was really good. He yeah. was really good in the Fast Cup playoffs, but that was also a month ago. Yeah, and it is EVR, and those were kind of more demanding teetering golf courses. When you get on some of these easy tracks, he doesn't have as big an advantage. And that big hot streak he had, a lot of that was with the putter. Exactly. I don't buy that. I mean, historically, he's not a great putter. I think that is he. I think he's going to get ice cold for first days and miss the cut. That's, I that's my take. Fine, great. At least, at least I can. I was like, I was like, did I miss something? Like, did I get hit in the head? Did I not pay attention to something that was going on? But I love Neiman. Neiman is the most low old guy here. Like, this is a, this is a guy who can definitely do that. Fucking turn up to. But yeah, Neiman. Neiman is definitely a dude who who can do that, man. Like, he's he's a good player. Like he's not super long, but he's accurate. He can putt. Give me, give me those guys. Give me Connors and Neiman, and I'm probably gonna go with Kokrak unless you can talk me off of him. No, I don't think I am for DK. I mean, the ownership is low, and you're right. I mean, he could, he definitely is explosive, makes a lot of birdies. He's not really finding my way into a betting card. I couldn't really find a way like yeah. to get like I didn't love the top ten odds. I didn't love any matchups he was in. I'm not going to bet him outright because I don't think he's going to win. But yeah, DK, I think you're fine. I mean, he makes a lot of birdies, so I'm cool with that. I mean, he he won in Vegas last year. I know, I know. So you think he's in his comfort zone? I mean, I think so. I mean, yeah, I, he, have I you mean, seen that, that, that man? Remember, I texted you about him and the I, other dude doing blow all night and fucking <laughs> sounded insane. I mean, this is the mini Vegas swing for him. So this is mm-hmm. high times. He's so. MGM's. He's MGM's fucking mascot or whatever. You, what, not mascot. What do you call him? Uh, I mean, he's, spon- he's sponsored brand, brand brand ambassador. I think Max Homa also has bet MGM on on the the hat too, and he won a couple weeks ago. Maybe this is like a bet MGM like you know wave here. PXG. <laughs> I make clubs like no one else. Like what? Are, who are they marketing to with that fucking commercial? By the way, I mean baby boomers. We've had this exact conversation. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. Well. I mean, I, I have noticed, I think Phil Parsons has kind of so- softened his tone on some of the golf chat. I think someone got him was like, hey, listen, why don't you stop saying, block out the haters? Stop yelling at people, all right? You know, just tell us about the golf clubs and, you know, let them speak for themselves. All right, anyways, we got to get back to the show. We are derailed. This, I mean, this show is... This is our show, Steve. Steve, this is our show. It shows we haven't done one of these, these types of just you and me in two months. I mean, we've had gas. We've had to be, like, polite to everybody. Now it's really loosey-goosey. It was, That's you know, right. Throwing equipment manufacturers under the bus that might end up sponsoring us one day. Okay. We'll have to scrub this from the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to save the Patrick Reed and Matthew Wolf discussion for later. Um, so I want to talk about Adam Scott for a second. And... He's been really good, and I think people are overlooking him because they don't have access to the Euro Tour data and didn't see what he did over in Wetworth. He was great. His ball striking was awesome, and what used to be a weak link in his game was his putting, and now that's actually very good now, and he putts pretty well on Bentgrass historically. I like him this week. I think he can play really well. I don't think he can get to, like, minus 20 and win, but, yeah, I think, like, top 10 for him, I think he's going to be a solid contributor at 8400 bucks. I like him a lot. I agree with you, Joaquin Neiman. I think people are overlooking him. I mean, I still believe in the kid's talent. He yeah. was putting absolutely atrociously uh, for the last few tournaments. But again, that was a month ago. We don't know if he maybe got that fixed. And putting is very volatile. So I'm 
you know, I'm good with him. For our guys, I'm off. I mean, I already just slammed DVR. I don't need to do go that again. <laughs> like, I like you criticize EVR. Why is Cameron Tringali $8,500 surrounded by Patrick Reed and Jason Kokrak and Adam Skywaki Neiman? Like, like legitimate star PGA Tour yeah. players. And then Cameron Tringali hasn't even won a tournament. Like, he cannot close on Sunday. Yeah. Like, get out of here with this. I don't yeah. care if he's like gets top 20s and everything like that. Like, just no. I mean, he's only had so. He's only had two top 20 since the beginning of July. I know. Like, he's a stat. He's a stat. Yeah, he's like, like, the iron play is good. He's a decent putter. Like, I just get out of here with that. I, I don't get that at all. So, it's EVR and Tringali I'm fading. I don't know. If you want to play, Charlie Hoffman's playing a little better lately, too, and he's a Vegas guy. If you want to play that narrative street. I don't know. He I wish you stop telling me who lives in Vegas. He doesn't really. Do, well, no, I think he went to U, he went to UNLV. Same thing with Adam Scott, by the way. UNLV for like a Adam, semester. Uh, no, it's it. No, no, it's it's BS. People talk about that. He went there for like a semester. And, <laughs> and Adam Scott's putter makes me want to rip my hair out and have to get keeps. Well, it's, I mean, that putter has been working for him. So I don't care. It's it's an abomination. It's 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 basically fucking anchor putting. It's bullshit. It's like I don't even know how they get around with it. It is. It's I'll try and think of a golfer you really like and then, you know, say like, oh, he actually does anchor. So I can't think of one because we're all over the place. Let's move on. <laughs> Seven thousand dollars. This is this is this is an all timer show. Yes, yeah. And we haven't. Well, I haven't been drinking. I don't know if you've been drinking. You know the answer to that. It's yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right, Seven thousand dollar range. There's a lot of guys here. I think I'm just going to start right at the top. I've always had a soft spot for Russell Henley. You know, I mean, like he had the close call of the Wyndham, broke my heart, broke everybody's heart, apparently. Apparently, everybody was on with the Wyndham, but, you know, could not bounce back at the Northern Trust of the BMW. Now he gets back to a golf course that, you know, is pretty generous, like as far as like it's not very demanding tee to green. You know, he can hit a lot of short irons and pretty receptive greens. That tends to be in his wheelhouse as far as golf courses does really well at. He's been pretty good at this place, too. Um, I like him. You know, Aaron Wise also has been much better lately. Um, you know, and also another perk with him, too, is he's been so bad with a putter that actually his long term putting stats aren't as quite as abysmal as what they had been. He's been OK here, and he also has been pretty good. Some of their golf courses I comp this year, this week, too. I like him. Um, you know, I kind of want to think about like guys who are in like, you know, the Kevin Na type of mold where they're pretty short, but they're decent iron players, especially with their with their short irons, pretty good putters. So, you know, a guy like an Ian Poulter or Brian Harmon, I think they can do a, you know, a replica version of what Kevin Na did. You know, they can get hot for four days and, you know, make some noise here. I mean, Brian Harmon's been actually pretty good at this place. He's been pretty good. Some of our comp courses I mentioned. You Ian Poulter, like him because he's a lefty. No, I like him in general. I think he can actually do pretty well at this place, and he has done well. So no, I thought he had a shitty. Is it Henley or him who has a shitty course history? Uh, I get these guys confused all the time. By the way, no, Harmon's been okay here. Henley's been okay here. Harmon's been okay here. Poulter, I don't think has a good. Yeah, Poulter played one round and withdrew, so that doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. So I, I think Jeez. both those guys are fine. And I want to ask a question to my co-host: uh-huh. Is Mark Leishman back? Yeah. He's been good. He, well, been he was good, good at his iron, one tournament. Yeah, his irons look real good. They did. And what's his ownership? It's low. Like, super low. Super low. It's, it's like four, six percent. Four four percent. It's like Napa yeah. never happened for him. Yeah. yeah, it's so he's he's 
He's a just a stalwart in my lineups right now. Well, I think that's the ownership's down in him because the course the course history is garbage. Trash. But Trash. it's like it's like four rounds. Yeah. That's a small sample size. And it's Mark Leishman. So I think that's worth a stab. He's better than I mean, if he's out, he's better than like Kazire or Palmer or Taylor Gooch. Like I like Taylor Gooch, but he's not Mark Leishman. So no, he's definitely not. Dude, Mark Leishman no. is like he's a world class golfer. No. Or like, Danny, or like Danny Willett wins one term after missing 50 straight cuts in a row, and he's all of a sudden $7,700. He's won the Masters, sir. I know he's won the Masters. I like Danny Willett. I, I ride for Danny Willett, but I also am grounded in reality and know that the dude misses 50 cuts, and then all of a sudden he shows up in a Euro Tour event and wins and comes back to the States. He's probably going to finish like T-122. You're probably right. So. All right, so that that's all the guys I like in the seven thousand dollar range. I'm not really touching. There's a couple of corn fairy guys like uh, Tagala. I think Taylor Pendrith he got looks, a look at. I, I mean, like he's good. He's good. I like Tagala a lot, but just with some of these corn fairy guys, like I'm just I'm letting everybody else have them. This is a this is like a beta test for me. Okay. As far as just can I trust you at like the Amex next year? So this is tryouts. I'm going to just wave from far. There are plenty of other guys that I can take that I trust more that I'm just going to take. Like, if I'm not on him for, like, a T-15 finish, sorry. Shoot me. So, <laughs> did you want? Right. Did you not want to take your boy, Ricky Fowler, who was going to have a, 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 a resurgent season, according to you? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> anyway. Um, that was last year, by the way. It was, oh, God, it was last year. Yeah, yeah. Time warp. <sighs> Have I got? I haven't gone yet, have I? No, you haven't. <laughs> so, um, listen, I, I, I'm following. The, I'm following the crowd, man. Mito, like, come on, like, uh, whatever. I'll, I'll take. I'll take. The, I'll take a shot, man. Seven eight hundred bucks. No, the kid looks good, man. Like, whatever. I'll take him over. Street you motherfuck that guy after the Wyndham. Yeah, of course, dude. I motherfuck everybody when they cost me money. It's never personal until you're on the boat. Okay. That's it. All right. Does he get me on a boat this week? Flown down into the Hoover Dam? Maybe. I, I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I think I might have a little exposure to him. The, uh, but listen, I'm going to take him over Aaron Wise, $100 more. Like, give me the up. Give me the devil I don't know. Give me Mito Pereira versus Aaron Wise. You know what I'm saying? Like Aaron Wise has like, been pretty good. I think. Yeah, that's right. fine. But how many? How much money has he fucking cost, cost you in DFS or in betting? You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've cashed a lot of top 20s on him, actually. So I, I, I'm doing okay with him. Fine, whatever. And what, 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 like Danny Willett right below him. Like, like I agree with that one. I think Danny Willett's that's that's a joke. I, I love Lee with seventy six hundred. It's an insult to how good of a golfer he actually is. And now I know he's terrifying to make a putt. Bad course history. Whatever. Irons are playing good. Give me Leishman in a no pressure spot. Doesn't need to win at seventy six hundred. Just needs to go out and make birdies and makes a cut, which is what he does. Um, I was going to be on Seamus Power, but I'm not. I I just can't. I don't. I don't know what it was. I was looking at it over, but I'm going to go back to uh, to to my old boy. Who's that? You were on mute, so I didn't hear it. I wasn't. I wasn't on mute. I said Luke List. Yeah, it's a, your audio cut out. Oh, did it? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe, maybe God just bleeped that out. He <laughs> <laughs> probably did. Yeah. All right. So, so Luke, so Luke List. So yeah. you've always had a theory that he does really well on hard golf courses. Now you're going to him on the easiest golf course on the schedule. He's got three top 20s out of his last four. And this guy can make birdies. And he's been, he has been good here. 
Yeah. Three okay. top twenties in his last four. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's right. time. I haven't played him in fucking forever. Well, you haven't played DraftKings in forever. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Anybody, anybody else in this range that stands out to you? Uh, really. I don't know. We got to ask about Cam Davis. What do you think? Makes a lot of birdies, but yeah, eh. he's long off the tee and like, yeah, fine. I like I like Davis. He's fine. I, not that he, he doesn't really do a whole lot. No, I, I'd rather I'd. I'd I'd rather Luke List. <laughs> so, yeah. that, that's a fair take. So, yeah. All right. Why don't you uh, take a break, and then we'll uh, move on to under $7,000. We get to go dumpster diving, baby. It's been a while. Uh, listen, but do you guys wish you could have had stock in a guy like Patrick Mahomes and Christian McCaffrey? Well, now Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction Strike is the only performance sports-based stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's like Robin Hood and DraftKings had a baby. Prediction Strike lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can make money and get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite players. Start investing in them. Simply download Prediction Strike's new and easy-to-use app from the App Store or sign up at PredictionStrike.com to create an account. Use code SGP. Then deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players, just like you would real stocks. The value of the players will change based upon game performance, supply and demand, and you can trade players of your shares at any time as long as the player isn't currently in a game. So sign up with promo code SGP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. I might have to go check that out. Okay. All right. Why don't you uh, kick it off by dumpster diving under uh, $7,000? All right. There's a shit ton of guys on the 7K. Mm -hmm. Shit ton. We already touched on a couple of them. Your boy Hubbard. Okay. My boy Hank. Okay. Don't care. Don't care. Listen, you know, he's had a month to figure out whatever. Listen, when he went through what he went through, I could throw you off, man. You know what I mean? Well, that's not true. He's been missing. I think he missed his last two cuts uh, in the 21 uh, 22 season. I don't believe you. The. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it's only on this teleprompter. No, he missed the cut at the at, in Napa. Yeah, but that's when he had the. No, uh, that was. Oh yeah, 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 right, you're right, you're right, yeah, yeah, you're right, all right, all right, and then uh, and so, <laughs> so K H Lee, um, what's your record of saying I don't believe you when I come at you with something? It's gotta uh, be like Owen one hundred and fifty two. Oh yeah, well I only say it as a joke. The um, I know you're <laughs> actually presenting me with facts. The uh, I just choose to ignore them. I uh, continue. <laughs> the um, K H Lee, terrible course record here. Terrible. But he's a TPC guy. And he's fucking what, 66, 6,700, something like that. 6,700. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. Man, I would love to back Nick Watney after last week, but I can't. It's not going to happen. Uh, that's regression right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, no, no shot. I, th on I that. think he gained like eight strokes putting, too. He did. I was like, yeah, it was ridiculous. And then, uh, so <laughs> my boy, Sun Kang. Let's go. Let's go. Such no. a scumbag. Uh, what? I'm not a scumbag. Listen, you, you he, are a scumbag for <laughs> endorsing anything related to Sun Kang. Listen, I'm endorsing money, sir. Uh, uh, I don't care. We bet on we bet on scumbag football players and scumbag golfers. We don't know these guys. Like, whatever. Like, he's no worse than fucking Patrick Reed. Wait, what? He, oh, as far as character, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, he's yeah. actually better than Patrick. Right. Rabbit. So there you go. And listen, he, he's a, he's a first round leader type guy. 
who can sneak sneak in, make some fucking birdies. He's made his last two cuts here. He's made his last four or five cuts in all these events. And he and for whatever reason on Thursday leaderboards, he's always there. And I always chuckle and I always text you that your boy is on the leaderboard. Okay. All Let's right. Let's go. And he's sixty one hundred. I know. Listen, I mean that's I guess a pivot off of Mark Hubbard. Yeah. So there you go. Um so, I mean, under $7,000, I guess what I'm trying to do is fine. Because it seems like, you know, the mold of unknown guys kind of breaking out is if you're pretty accurate off the tee and you can putt. Yeah. You know, that seems to be kind of the mold. Like, that's what Austin Cook kind of did last year. So, a lot of the guys I like down in this range tend to do that. So, we'll start right at the top. Roger Sloan, you know, I fin- he finished, I think, top 20 last week. Played well at the Wyndham. You know, he doesn't have very good courses here, but he's playing pretty well. He fits the mold of just, I know he's been hit a lot from the fairways. He's in, for like down this range, he's an okay iron player. And he can putt, especially on bent grass. So, 6900 bucks, I like him. Adam Hadwin, I think he's like 5% owned, but like, I don't really care. Like 5% is nothing. No. So, you know, he's got really good courses here. Again, he tends to do really well at these places where he's hitting lots of fairways and he can putt pretty lights out. I like him. Uh, maybe people were one week too early in Adam Shank last week. I think you can go back to him this Ugh. week. He's been really good here. He fits a lot of fairways. He's a good putter. I think that's a good recipe for success here. Um, you know, I mean, I already mentioned Mark Hubbard. The ball striking number has been really good with him. Just he bombed out of Corn Ferry School. Other than that, though, I mean, I, I, I was looking around KH Lee too, like just kind of expanding on what you said, like a TPC guy. Sure. So TPC Craig Ranch had very similar stats as far as a like drive accuracy, raising green regulation rates too. I you know one thing I also kind of noticed too is the greens here kind of look a little bit like. TBC Scottsdale and TBC Craig Ranch, like they're kind of similar shaped. So, you know, that actually might play pretty well for him too. So yeah, I, I actually kind of like that play. I think that was pretty sharp that uh yeah, right. pointed that out. So all right. Uh, is it my big short time? Because we don't do one and done in the off season. So we're doing uh Oh yeah, when the fuck is that? Oh, for whatever we'll talk about it after. Remind me to ask you about the season long thing that we did. Is that happening again? Did yeah, it already start? Did I miss no, it? It's gonna it's gonna happen in Kapalua. We got listen, months. man. Listen, all these all we haven't had a fucking day off in like two years, I feel like. No. Well we had one week off between you know well, the Fox Cup the tour in, championship and yeah, the, it was in Vegas. Napa. I mean, I mean, in in your defense, you have been you've missed like you've had like about a 50 percent attendance raise on podcasts for the last like month or so. So, oh, fuck off. I was in Vegas. Oh, what's the other one? What's the other one? Uh, Napa. And well, we missed both shows last week. So, yeah, well, that was the record. That was the record button one. That's true. And I also said, why don't we not do a show on Tuesday? Okay. don't you throw that Anyways, all right. Anyhow, big, all right. Before we get to the big shot, fine. Listen, after years of fine print contracts and get ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, is that there's always a catch. So when I first heard about Mint Mobile offering premium wireless service starting at just fifteen bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after speaking with them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. By cutting out the retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs that get passed down to you in the form of mystery fees. Instead, Mint passes the sweet savings on to you. For people looking to get extra savings, Mint Mobile is offering the premium wireless service for just $15 a month. All planes come with unlimited talk, text, and plus high-speed data on the, on the nation's largest 5G network. 
Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep the same number uh, along with all your contacts. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at 15 bucks a month. So to go get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get it shipped free to your door, go to mintmobile.com slash sport SGP. That's mintmobile.com slash sport SGP. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash sport SGP. Okay. Big short. It feels like it's been forever since we did this. I can't even tell you the last time. I think it's a Wyndham, actually. Wyndham is yeah. what you told me. So, I mean, I already kind of laid out the case earlier that, and I know you put a bet on him, but I think Scotty Shuffer finishes outside the top 40 this week. I don't, ah. think, he gets, I don't think he gets ends at all. I think this is probably going to turn into another Tony Finau situation where he is oh, going no. to win when we least expect it. And I'm not saying it's going to take as long as Tony Finau. I think it's going to be a week where like he's like 40, 50 to one. He hasn't been playing all that great. And then up oh, all of a sudden he wins. But Tony at least won the Puerto Rico. Scotty I know, but I, I know, but like like a real win. Like it's it's starting to get built up. Like when is this guy going to win? I got you. I got you. So I I I think it will be soon, but it's going to be a week where no one is on him, and it the the steam is real with him this week. Yeah. So all right, all right. Why don't we get to the betting card? So first round leader, I have the lean. So yes, would you like to hear? I, yes, I would. Okay. That's uh, so unfortunately. Keep you around for Steve. That's what I keep you around for. So unfortunately, I could not find the tea times for the 2015 Shriners. I looked. I scoured. I went through probably six or seven Google pages. Could not find it. For for whatever reason, I could find 2014s and not 2015s. Okay, go figure. So anyways, everyone I found. All star in the morning. So target a guy for a first round leader in the morning. Simple as that. Cool. Tea times are out. Target all those guys. So why not target all of them? All of them. All <laughs> seventy two. All of them. I'll put I'll put it on I'll put it on Twitter and I'll put it in the Slack. Um, okay. I I mean just some like general stats too, as far as like what they do in the first round. There's only been one guy who actually lost strokes putting. Um when they were first round leader. I mean, obviously, if you want to be first round leader, you got to hit make a lot of putts. But like these are pretty obscene numbers like Bryson gained over two. Uh, we can gain like three point six. David Hearn gained four. I forgot about him. Yeah, that was twenty eighteen. So where's he? I don't know. They're probably mingling down in like the Canadian tour, like the Latino America tour or something. I don't know. So anyways, um, Probably target a guy who has a lot of volatility with the putter, you know, and going off in the morning. That's I, have, so, I actually I have two first round leader bets down. The only two I already have down. Well, who are they? Kang, Cage Lee. I actually like Cage Lee. I that's think a, I, I when we talk about the bag, it's a hundred to one. I might follow you on something cagely. I'll I'll find something on the fly and bet that. But yeah. well, so well, actually, you know what? Why, why don't we actually transition right now to uh, the betting card? So how about any top twenty bets? You got those? Uh, I don't think I have any top twenties down yet. You know me; I always wait on those because they're so boring. I mean, that helps keep the bank for all float. Yeah, I know, and I wait for you to do it, and then I go five. Like I, I look at the numbers, and I'm like, ah, okay. And then I mean, I, I mean, I, I got six. I mean, I already made yeah, my spill with Russell. Yeah, that's only that's not that much. And then they're all over three to one. Okay. So, all right. So, I mean, I already made my case about Russell Henley. This is a good golf course for him. 
I, I got him in the top 20 plus 325. Same thing with Ian Poulter. I like the mold of him. Like, you know, as far as the compare, like I made the comparison of Brian Harmon and Ian Poulter in the DFS section. I mean, Harmon's top 20 odds are like plus 225. Ian Poulter's plus 315. So I'm going to offer him. He was playing pretty well towards the end of last season. He played a lot better in the Ryder Cup than we gave him credit for because he was carrying Rory's dead carcass around Whistling Straits all week. So like him, you know, I may mention I like Adam Hadwin. You know, he tends to do pretty well at this golf course and similar desert golf courses and a lot of similar golf courses to this place. You know, again, top 20 plus 450. One guy I didn't mention uh, the FS section, but Ryan Moore. I mean, he's been playing OK lately. The ball striking number has been a little better. He's pretty good here. I think he's also a UNLV guy. If you want to go down narrative street, that's plus 500. Okay. Roger Sloan's a guy a lot like a lot this week. I think he's playing well, plus 500. And then Mark Hubbard, top 20 plus 800. And on the fly. 800 for Hubbard or Hubbard. Why is KH Lee's top 20 price plus 500? Yeah, yeah it wasn't that great. That's not that great. All right. Maybe I'll just live vicariously through you this week. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. <laughs> All right. How about top tens? Uh, the, only one I, the only one I have down right now is is Decky at plus 260. I felt like that was good value. Like It's nothing crazy, but top 10 for Decky, plus 260. That's fine. I'll take it. Yeah, I'm also on him, too, at a similar number, so we don't need to discuss that anymore. Um, I mean, I, I, I really like Will Zalatoris this week. I know you don't like him. It's, but... so, so here's the deal. It's not that I don't like him. It's just that maybe it's he... it's how he looks. Just admit it. No, it's not, I don't give a fuck how he looks, dude. I like. I don't care about that. But, like, I feel like he was, like, kind of, like, propped up as, like, the next, like, golden god, and he just hasn't delivered. You know what I mean? Like, he that's, just hasn't. That's such bullshit. Okay, hold on. We're going to go over all his stats. Oh, and, dude, listen, he's fine. But uh, like, okay. All right, his, la- his last, let's just go over his results. T14, T11, let's go back to 2021, when he had a broken putter, by the way. T29, T8, withdrew from the open while he was playing pretty well. I know. for that. So he, okay. fucked, what, he fucked his wrist up or his back? I can't remember. His back. All right, then he went through a rough stretch. 77th cut, T59, T8, the PGA Championship, T17, the Byron Nelson, yep. cut from Wells Fargo, yeah, T42, yeah. second of the Masters, yeah. T17, 21st of the players. That was a fake and second. That was a fake second. That was not a fake he second. He was not really content. Are you really defending Xander right now as far as because he should have finished second? Yes. Yes, I am. All right, well, there you go. That's going to make Nagels happy, I guess. Uh, T10 at Arnold Palmer, T22 at the Workday. Listen, man, I get his sheet. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm he's just awesome. Saying, he's an awesome player. Listen, I'm not saying he's not awesome. I'm just saying I feel like, I don't know. I feel like, I, I don't know. I feel like I need a little break on him. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, I got him at top 10 at plus 275, so I don't mind that at all. Yes. Um, I already mentioned I really like Adam Scott this week. I don't like him as much for the outright. I don't think he can get to like that ceiling, but I can see 18 under and him doing really well. I got him a top 10 at plus 450. And then I'm not going, I'm not joining the full Mito mania hopping on that train, good. but a top 10 at six to one. Ooh, that's I, pretty good. I like that. Yeah, was, that, that was, that was the, was that, was that at? See, I always forget I would have, the book, book I'm looking at has the not the dead heat. Yeah. It's an illicit book. They're all illicit books where we live, sir. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, those are my top ten props. Um, oh, yeah, I, I I thought about just laying a big bet on Hovland in the top ten. I didn't do it. It was like minus one twenty, wasn't no, it? No, 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 ten to one. It was like two to one. No. Yeah, top ten it was two to one. Maybe on your book it was my size. On mine it was two to one because yours de- doesn't dead heat. Dead heat. Yes. 
Yeah. I guess that would make sense. Yeah, I think I think my stance on Hoblin this week. I didn't want to bet him out. If he bites you, he bites you. He bites me, he bites me. Maybe there's an opportunity to bet him live at a little better number. But if I if I miss, I miss. Okay. It's fine. I like I like with Hoblin, it's kind of the same feeling I feel like Brooks. I think he can play well, but I don't think he gets to like twenty two under. I I don't think he can make enough putts and make and limit the mistakes on the golf course to do it. Yes, maybe. He maybe he, he might be a better DK player. You're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm 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 like I'll I'll put out my card. Like uh, I actually asked my daughter who does uh some weird shit with editing and stuff to see if she could do like one of the cards that all the other guys on Twitter put out instead of me just typing it on memo because I'm too lazy for it. Um, <laughs> to make like a pretty graphic for me. So I all right, how how about how about matchups? What do you got? So here's the deal. Matchups came out late. I don't have them. I have two weird one-offs for you. I'll get to matchups. Plus, I like my day-to-day matchups better than long-term anyway. My ROI is so much better. Um, so I have a miscut for EVR plus 180. Let's okay. Go. Let's go. All right. Let's go. And then, and then playoff. Yes, plus 350. Two years in a row. Two years of, in a row. A lot of playoffs. I think when Cantley won, that was a playoff, too, over weekend. Oh, yeah. Actually. Yeah. It was. Ah, a lot of playoffs. Plus three fifty. Fuck, come on, let's go. Have a little fun. Okay. Throw fifty bucks on it. Let's go. All right, there we go. All right. Um, I mean, I already mentioned my big short with Scotty Shuffler. Uh, I really like Webb Simpson this week. I know you never do. I'm going to save the full discussion of Webb Simpson in just a little bit. Mm. But I got Webb Simpson minus once and over Scotty Shuffler. So, go with that. Um, you already mentioned you don't like EVR. I don't like EVR. You know, I'm not in love with Kevin Streelman, but I think he's a steady Eddie on this golf course, and he plays these types of places pretty well. I got minus 120 over EVR. And then I already mentioned, like, I think Cameron Tringali. I, I've done a 180 on him. Maybe it's because he gave me a heart attack after blowing a 10-stroke <laughs> lead after the first round of PGA in the That's matchup. Right. He barely hung on, but I think ever since then I've been sour on him. Adam Scott's plus 110 to Cameron Tringali. I don't get that at all. So... I know Cameron Tregali technically has a nice floor. I don't care. Maybe this is just a personal vendetta I have against him. So I'm taking Scott plus 110 over him. And then why don't we take one more break, and then we'll go over outrights. All right. Well, listen, uh, are you the best football better in the U.S.? I most certainly am not based on my circuit record. All right. So the folks at OnCrowd are challenging you to prove it this season with their epic free play Fantasy betting contest. Each week, each week, each week of the season, there is a three hundred and fifty dollars NFL contest and a two hundred and fifty dollars contest. The boys here at SGPN are all taking part, so you can try to claim bragging rights over us too. Here's how it works: once you enter the contest, you track your bets against real odds and lines, much like you would any pick tracking app. Uh, the most profitable players rise up, rise up the leaderboard, and if you have the highest profit at the end of the contest, you win. At Odds Crowd, it isn't just fantasy betting contests. It's a social app for sports bettors free to download. You can live group chat with other bettors, track your bets, set a private fantasy contest with your buddies, and so much more. Download the app for free uh, or go to oddscrowd.com today. And don't forget, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store Google Play Store as well. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and co- picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, I'm going to go first with outrights. Yep. Okay. So I, I, need some, I need some bombs. You got any bombs? Not really, except for one, and you're going to hate it. So okay. All right. So we, we made kind of mention earlier that the books are kind of all over the place. So. Like I know I saw in a couple of books, like some guys are 18 to one on there, but they were 30 on another. 
So, I mean, if you don't have, if you're not in a state that has WinBet, um, you know, that's probably an opportunity to maybe try and shop prices. But in any event, you know, I know you hate Webb Simpson, but yes. I don't think people talk enough about how good he is at TBC Summerlin. Former winner. I think he's got like three or four top tens. And this is a, if I'm trying to, if I'm targeting guys of that max ceiling that gets 20 under, 21 under, 22 under, I mean, Webb Simpson can definitely do it. And I had an opportunity to get him at 25 to one. That's fine for me. I think one out of 25 times, actually more than one side of 25 times, he is eclipsing 20 under at this place and getting at least in the mix. So I like him. Same thing with Abe Answer. This is a guy who, you know, I mean, he's going to hit all the fairways. He's a really good short and mid iron. His putting is really good, too, especially on bent grass surfaces. You know, he's proven that he can go low at, at this event, and he's gone low, you know, at other events in his career, like getting to like 20 under, too. So I like him. And I know you disagree on this take, but Patrick Reed shouldn't be 40 to 1. I don't care that I hadn't seen him in a month. There is a lot that has happened over a month, and golf changes very quickly. Yeah, yeah, can't yeah. Deny that fact. That's a great. No, no. Listen, that's a that's a great number. I agree. Yeah, listen, I, I agree. That's I, the, I, I, can't, I can't fault you for that. That's the only reason I'm doing it, and we have absolutely no idea what he's doing. Like, right. listen, there is the narrative too that he's pissed off and do that. Whatever. That's just fluff. The point is, he's a great player with a ton of win equity at forty to one, and he could be perfectly fine. And he definitely has the game to get to twenty under because he's a lights out putter on bent grass. So, there's that. Uh-uh. I'm joining the steam. I know that a lot of people are betting Matthew Wolf this week. Yeah. I'm betting him too. I bet him at Napa. I'm betting him again this week. I What's don't the love the number. He's 45 to one. I don't love the number. I wish when it, the odds came out, I thought it was going to be 65. Or no, I didn't bet him at Napa. I bet him at Sanderson last week. It was like one of the only bets I made. He hit the ball really good last week. Yeah. And he put it well. There's a lot of good things that are happening right now. So he's been working again with George Gankis, fixing the kinks in the swing. You know, he went back to his old iron set that he actually used last year when he Ooh. finished second at the U.S. Open and at this event, too. He's okay. back using those. Apparently, that's, that's kind of fixed some ball striking issues with him. And I just I want I, I, I want to be there when he wins again. Like he. Yeah, we've been rooting for this. Dude. Like he was like on that Oklahoma State team. It wasn't Hoblin that was the alpha. It was Matthew Wolf. That was the alpha. He was yeah. better than Morikawa. He was better than Scheffler. He was the guy. Yeah. And he definitely has it in him to be there t- again. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm back. I'm in 45 to one. And then 45. I see not mind that so much. I was hoping. And then my last one here to hate it. It can't be this bad for Ricky forever. Oh, fuck off. Are you fucking serious? It, ca- it can't, it can't be. Okay. I'm not, this is not 30 to one. Ricky It's not 41. This is a hundred to one. Ricky. How much, how much, and that's wanna, it. how much you want to lay on it? And I'll just give you double the odds. How's that? No, yeah. we're not going to do that because I'm going to try and take my bookie's money. No, so anybody's money betting on Ricky. OK, this is 100 to one. Like, listen, so, OK, Seamus Power is 101. Seamus has Seamus has more win equity than fucking Ricky. Fowler. Get the fuck out of here. Who, who's won more recently? It doesn't fucking matter. He's won one tournament, the fucking Barbasol. When was the last time Ricky won? It's been a while. Okay. But he's also a more talented player than everybody in Used that range. Used to be more talented. Used to be more talented. Okay, so you think it's a Hunter Mayhem situation with him then? I do. You think he's just done? Done. That's a bad take. Come on. Done. Whatever. He's fucking done. Prove you're, me otherwise. You're you're better than that. That's fine. He's not Hunter Mayhem, okay? But he's done. All right, fine. Well, I'm going to have it 100 to 1. Okay. 
And that's it. That's the only thing I'm doing. I'm playing. I'm not even playing with DFS. I don't even want to go there with him. It's a hundred to one on Ricky. That's it. Okay. Okay. Now you go. I'm with you on answer. Uh, I got him at 22 as well. You got him at 22? No, I got him at 25. Fuck. You always get me by like, like a couple points. It's so fucking irritating. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. It's so irritating. I think he might have talked me into Wolf and Reed. So I was looking at Reed, and it's like, man, that number's so bad. Like, the number's just so bad. Like, yeah. like whatever. And, dude, I, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at him at my local at 45 right now. Yeah, like, listen, this is just the outright price. Like, this is just set it and just see what happens. Like, yeah, well, not, I, I, I this isn't like Venom top 10. This doesn't yeah. take him in the matchup. This is 40 to 1 Patrick Reed, and we have absolutely no idea where he's at right now. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And, and so I, I like the wolf take, too. And I like rooting for the dude, man. Like, I mm-hmm. hope he comes back, man. It's better for golf when he's back. Yeah. Um, and he was super honest about it and took time off, tried to get his head straight, man. Like, that's a dude you can root for. Like, doesn't seem like pretentious dickbag. Um, I'm on Scott. I, got, I was one of the guys who got Scotty at 25 when it opened. <laughs> so right, there you go. So, so there you go. The, um, and then uh, I laid Siwu at 40, and I got Mito at 50 or 55. And then I want to bet Kokrak and Connors, but I know they're my binkies. So I haven't bet them yet. The numbers haven't moved because nobody else has bet them. So, okay. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, I, I mean, now, I, so, you know, so here's the deal. So, uh, so I have those two bets. So basically, Kokrak. Uh, and Connors, and now Wolf and Reed. I can change those out. I think you should bet Kokrak and Connors top ten instead. Okay. I don't think I don't think they're winning. Man, I can see Kokrak winning though. All right, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna do Kokrak and Wolf to win. Okay, Wolf to win. All right, just and leave and leave I'll leave Reed to everybody else. No, 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 I'm gonna leave Connors and Reed for fucking top ten. Oh, so you're actually going to Reed top ten? Okay. Yeah. All right, go for that then. I, I, I don't hate I don't hate that. I think that's fine. I, it's some, I'm telling you, man, Kokrak has probably got his, his local escorts where he feels nice and comfy. He's got his local booze and drug dealer there, and uh, he's, he's good to go out in Vegas, man. All right, so he's in his happy place, though. Yeah, happy place. All right. Air closing thoughts. How are the Red Sox doing? Three nothing still. Three nothing, baby. The suckbag Yankees fans can go back to that fucking gross borough of the Bronx and – Whatever, just it was like they won what once by accident when they beat the terrible Phillies team, and other than that, they're still hanging off their '90s glory. Fucking gross, gross. Uh, there's, still, there's still three more innings. I can't wait for this to come back to throw it in your face oh, after, not, oh, after this not even, podcast. You're not even a Yankees fan. What are you fucking? Kidding? No, I'm not. I'm just saying, just basically karma right now. You know, just it's not all karma. Yankees, no, three innings left, and you know because, this, this might be unintentionally very funny tomorrow morning for yeah. Yankees. Fine, whatever. The New York Post had this fucking like weird millennial picture with this like. Basically, blank shirt. It's a Boston socks. That's launched. Oh, stop, stop it. The, uh, you're not that far ahead of me. The, uh, um, uh, <laughs> you're such a mush. <laughs> you're such a mush. Oh, dude, there's nobody. There's that, no... was, that was fucking great. Yeah, it's foul. No, that's a home run. Nah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a one run home run. We're not caring about that. Solo shot. Who was that? You're, a little, you're a little nervous, aren't you? No. Was that Rizzo? I don't. I don't know. I know somebody just shoved that right in your face, though. Yeah, I give a shit. Whatever. He was. He was. Dude, they, they were hitting the ball hard. Anyway, either way, fucking uh, Sox gonna win. Doesn't matter. Let's go. Fuck the Yankees and the scumbag uh, scumbag fans. There you go.
still love you guys download and do stuff but uh <laughs> yeah listen we'll uh we'll uh we'll be on the slack channel man uh go read all of steve's articles um always pay attention for who he thinks has a shot to win um and not necessarily win he might want to sprinkle a little on those money lines as well yeah, you know well. that's actually you should look at all the positional props yeah those where my feature top 10 and 20s, those yeah. are the ones who are actually been winning. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. what I was, that's what I was trying to give exactly. it to the people. So. Yes. Yeah, so Will Zalatoris and Russell Henley are winning this week. That accordingly. That accordingly. All right. So uh, you can find me on Twitter, Boston underscore Capper. Um, I made a video last week, just a quick one, because I'm way too lazy to start typing shit. So that's what I think I'm going to start doing. Just, just random thoughts as I'm walking around. So buckle up for that. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Other than that, come that, might, that might be enough to get me back on Twitter. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. The uh, it was me and Tommy out at a bar, and uh, I, I was telling I was telling everybody I was like, listen, if you're not on Burns yet, go get on Burns now. And then I gave out Pat's plus seven and a half. If you listen to my thirty second video, you would have made some money. There you go. All right, all right. Well, come find us and uh, let's go break them fucking books. It's gonna be back, man. It's gonna be back. <laughs>